Y'all, I am Tyler Meredith, and welcome to another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy, baby! Let's make some magic. Y'all, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. I am uh, sweaty with excitement. Um, I'm thrilled. I'm elated. The guest who is joining me here today, I have such a great adoration for. I have admired his work on Chicago stages for years, since like 2008, nine, something like 12 years ago, which is ridiculous and makes me feel so old. He is so, so incredibly talented. You can catch him on How to Get Away with Murder, The Shy. He voices the character of Azad on Lion Guard. Truly just a titan. I adore him. Such a dear friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. The incredibly, incredibly talented Bezad Dabu. Thank you so much. What an intro. intro. I don't think I've ever had an intro that incredibly nice. Wow. And it's real. I think that we we like met 11 years ago but like we like met met like eight years ago when we took a shakespeare Um, class together we did we did good old good old navy pier in chicago yeah i I, and it was weird because i was in this class with like you and four other actors who were in history boys at timeline theater with you and i was like Uh you guys were like gods i was like you I, i saw that show when i was in college and i was like oh um, no one is cooler than you. Y'all were celebrities. So I was very, very excited to be in class with you. We were celebrities until um, until the show ended. And then everyone was like, who are you? <laughs> no, no. You're a Chicago like, mainstay. It's just true. It's true. And now Los Angeles mainstay. You know, they're lucky. We're jealous that they have you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we, we mentioned like, so you voice, you voice one of the characters in Lion Guard, correct? Yes. So the um, idea is, it's funny, like the kids today don't even know what Lion King is. Like the young, young kids, they're, <laughs> uh-huh. they're like, you mean Lion Guard? And I'm like, uh. so uh, the idea is that like Simba grows up, has mm-hmm. his own kid named Kion mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Kion. Mm-hmm. And he's the guard of the Pride Lands, and he's got friends, but he's got friends all over. He's got cheetah friends, and his best friend Fuli mm-hmm. uh, is the cheetah, and I play her like long lost brother Azad, the world's fastest cheetah. Oh my gosh, that's the best! That's so great, and like you know, just like some perfect foreshadowing for what we're talking about today. And, um, and we get to—I get to record that at Disney Studios, which is an incredible, like, oh incredible thing. That's such a dream. I mean, I can't even imagine what it would be like getting to go to work there. Like a dr- thats a dream. That is such a fucking dream. That's so cool. Um, and so, I mean, how amazing that as an adult, like your career has taken you into the Disney verse. Um, but what was your relationship like as a kid with Disney or yeah. What was your relationship like with Disney? So I have these amazing pictures of me at Disney world with Mickey and I was wearing like this, like full green, like Disney with a Disney hat and a Mickey mouse ears. Oh my Um, God. 
I have a picture of me with a fanny pack hugging Mickey Mouse. Stop. stop. And you're I also like for the cutest. You're the like you're the cutest now. There is no way. Like I've seen pictures. There is no way you are not the cutest child of all time at Disney. I can't. I can't. I'm gonna send you these pictures as soon as we get off the phone because like they're <laughs> awesome. I have so I'm sending these pictures. But I I also grew up in a in a neighborhood and in a place where we didn't like Disney movies wasn't really the thing. I grew up in sort of a I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't really grow up in like a Disney-fied neighborhood. So uh-huh. I didn't watch a lot of Disney movies. My dad put Fantasia on mm-hmm. and, yes. and I, and I definitely watched like Lion King and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, um, you know, like Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. and Aladdin, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the big ones, mm-hmm. but I definitely didn't watch like the rest of them. Like I, I, I didn't watch like Little Mermaid and, and Fox and the Hound and yeah. Yeah, you know, like all the other ones, I I didn't I didn't watch Hercules or, or Mulan mm-hmm. or, or Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. When I was older, I watched some of them, and I love the new like live action remakes of a lot of these movies. But I was super into Pixar. I watched a lot <gasps> so of good. Pixar movies. Yes, I mean the best. Like, come on, they're that's the greatest. They're so good. Oh, the Pixar movies are incredible, and I loved like you know Wally and and all that. Oh, kind of stuff. They're so good. Well, if you had. Out of those, if you had a top three, Pixar included, Marvel included, if you had a top three of Disneyverse movies, what would they be? Well, it would be the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I fucking love. <laughs> They're amazing. Yes. All of them. <laughs> All of because them. Because I love I love Guardians of the Galaxy and Civil War and Black Panther oh, and Game so and Infinity War. I love them all. Yes. Um, R- Thor Ragnarok was great. Oh my um, God. So good. I So MCU is like one. Mm-hmm. And then... Wally, I love Wally. <laughs> Wally, you voiced him, right? Okay, good, great. I'll start that rumor. That's, that's... I did the voice of a Wally. Ooh, Ava. <laughs> um, also, Ava's a hot. Ava's a hot robot. Oh my god, we! I, oh my god, yes. <laughs> Dive into that pool. Like she is hot as hell. Thank you for saying that. I was like, she's beautiful. I want to look like her. Like, she can get I was it. Like, you're you're just an oval and another oval that don't touch, and you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why, but I know she's very sensual. Why is that? You're just like a. You're Your literally shapes. just like. Yeah, you're just like you're just an oval. But this is a podcast for adults, right? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. So the bottom, the bottom oval, the Uh bottom oval, okay, is kind of vaginal. Okay, sure. I'm on this journey with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I've never thought about this before. Oh my god! If we're gonna like, if we're gonna like dive into the get sensuality on. of get, of get on board <laughs> get on the train okay the bottom oval is bottom kind oval. of sensual yes congrats and then correct. The, the top oval which is her brain is yes. like the smartest thing in the universe i know it's sexy it's sexy so she's, she's like really sleek. just <laughs> she's really just a really really smart vagina oh my god <laughs> In which case, of course, I'm interested. Yes. (laughs) And that's the tea, (laughs) y'all. That and Wally. (laughs) 
Owali is just a trash compactor. Oh, he is. He is, but he is such a good soul. Oh. So it's like every other relationship I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the world's smartest woman oh my God. has to With bring herself down compactor. to the trash compactor. <laughs> because he gives her never-ending attention. Oh my God. And he just has a good soul. Isn't that funny that I was like, oh, but I, let me justify this trash compactor <laughs> soul. I walked right into that fucking trap. Like I just also, walked funny, right in. Isn't Wally literally the last thing alive on earth? Yes. Oh God. Yes. Ugh. So it's like the world's smartest human due yes. to the, literally no one else on earth has to settle for the trash compact i'm rewriting oh my God. you are you are yes i'm interested in this like fan fiction you're creating like <laughs> oh uh, my god that. oh my god it's so good okay if you could be if you could be any character in all of the disney verse including marvel including pixar who would you be Okay, I'd either be the Bradley Cooper raccoon. Oh, or... oh my God, of course. <laughs> that's the I, most, for people who don't know you, that's the most accurate shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like, if you meant, if you meant, like, you can play any role, I would want to be the fucking raccoon. Yes, okay, okay, great, great, yes, checks um, out. But if I could cuddle with one, I'd want to cuddle with Wally. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> great, oh, great. Little precious Wally, I'll cuddle with you. I, I love that, like, Wally is also Schmeagle. Like, I'm like, is he also in Lord <laughs> of the Rings? Like, this crossover now, you've created? <laughs> now you all know how I talk to my cat. Yeah, I was like, I literally, as you were talking, I was like, this bitch talking to his cat. He's talking to his cat right now. This is, and I'm like, I mean, my cat's asleep. She's ignoring me behind me on my bed. But yes, yeah. Oh my God, that's great. I, I'm glad that you there, know yourself. There's, there's no such thing as being in the same room as my cat and having the cat ignore you. My cat is incapable. If my Aww. cat is in the same room as you, she'll be on your lap going, wow. And I go, oh, you little precious, I love you. And I love your cute little whiskers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to do, I like. there should be a spinoff podcast of just you talking, like, about different things, but just in your cat talking voice. Like, that's I, the I lay on my couch and I watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my cat will come so high up on my chest so that her face is in my nose, like, and she'll just look at me in the eyes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. Like nose on nose and she'll look at me in the mm. eyes and I'll just be like, I'll just be like, you precious, I love you. Oh, she's a queen. So unfortunately, the day that we recorded, my technology decided to live its best life and not uh, cooperate. So we did lose part of our recording. So you are jumping in with us right in the fucking middle. Get on board. We are talking about the fucking Lion King, y'all. The 90s renaissance classic of the Disney canon. I mean, one of the best films, period, ever, and animated films with one of the best scores it is undeniable please join us hop on in let's go we haven't even begun to talk about the fact that this is based on a shakespeare play 
um, or mirrors a Shakespeare play, which was truly the only reason I watched Sons of Anarchy, uh, when, which was way too dark for me. But I did find out it was based on Hamlet also and said, okay, well, I got to check it out. Um, Here's the thing. Lion King isn't even based on Hamlet. It follows it. Scene yes, by scene. Yes. Character uh, by character. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's exactly Hamlet to the point where I'm going to be honest. Sometimes when people are talking about Shakespeare, they uh-huh. talk very cavalierly in our industry where they'll be like, they'll say like, they'll be like, and then of course, I mean, she's totally a Desdemona. And I'll be like, wait, wait. I'll be like, which one is Desdemona from what play? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they'll be, like, yes. be like, or like we'll be on stage rehearsing a modern play and the director will be like, I mean, it's a little bit of Shylock there. Yeah. And I'll be like, wait. I don't quite understand your reference. I know that that's the guy from Merchant of Venice. What are you trying to say? <laughs> you know? But yes. with Lion King, yes. when someone does that, I'm like, oh, I could do this. They'll be like, it's a little bit of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. I'll be like, okay, it's a little bit of Timon and Pumbaa. I understand. <laughs> Yes, it puts it in it puts it in very approachable terms because I agree. I feel like a lot of times Shakespeare in our industry is like it's a little holier than thou sometimes, and like it, it, I feel like people like to make it super untouchable. I'm like, actually, you know, it's it's for the people. It should be accessible, and like. Disney's so brilliant because they made it accessible to everyone. They made people like Shakespeare, and they don't even know it, which is the best part. It's so sneaky. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And and so and then we cut after the most epic of openings, we cut to Scar. He's with the tiny mouse. Jeremy Irons is just next fucking level. He is so, so great. Um, his, his vocal work in this is bananas. Um, and I always think about when, when actors make the choice that like no other actor would have made. Mm -hmm. And like, I love that. And so I'm always like, Oh God, no other actor would have made that choice. And you didn't. It's great. If you Mm -hmm. gave a hundred great actors the line, I know that your powers of retention, (laughs) like, they would go, I know that your powers, but he doesn't. No. He's like, I know that your powers of retention. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, you. Good choice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so good. What it's, a good choice. Yeah, he is. He. God, he's just fantastic. He's he he does such a brilliant job, um, and and the writing, like all of his lines, are so fabulous. They're so iconic. Like life is not fair, is it? Is one of my faves. Um, and Zazu shows up, and he says Mufasa is on his way because he's fucking pissed because obviously Scar didn't go to Simba's ceremony, um, and uh, <laughs> and just yeah, the response of saying oh I quiver with fear is like. His level of sarcasm is so great, but he de- it's like Jeremy Irons like plays against it. He doesn't like lay into it. It's so it's so effortless. It's I mean he's incredible. Just, he really he is, is. He really is. Um, and yeah, Mufasa's obviously pissed. Scar turns his back on him, um, and you know Zazu's like, well, it's fine because he'd make a great throw rug, you know. Um, which then. Um, I know you haven't seen Hercules, but um, they in Hercules, there is a moment where Herc is posing for a painting and he is wearing 
a, a lion skin and it is scar. Like it no like without any oh. yes, which I think is very very interesting because it comes that wait, comes wait out like but isn't Hercules set in like ancient Greece? Yeah. Oh yeah. They but they you know it's like it's like when uh, Zazu sings it's a small world like Disney I feel like you know they love to do that shit. <laughs> They're oh. like yeah. There's no continuity at all, but they enjoy themselves. They have a good time. Also, maybe maybe the Lion King was set in like prehistoric before humans. That's very true. Mm hmm. We That's very true. Know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Um, and then we get like, then we get these beautiful shots of the rain and all of the scenery. I also love mm-hmm. Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean. I love oh, him so much. I did not know that this was Rowan Atkinson until today, and I'm still I'm not over it. He's oh. he's perfect. He's perfect. I did. He's incredible. I because I loved Mr. Bean, and so and like the I mean Whoopi Goldberg Mm. and oh my uh, god, brilliant! It's just yeah, Cheech Marin. Yeah, Yeah, Cheech Marin is so good. Um, Jim Cummings, whose voices Ed has voiced. I mean, literally everything in a Disney movie, at least one thing in a Disney movie since the 70s. Like, it's bananas. Like, I, it's so good. This cast is absolutely insane. And James Earl Jones as Mufasa, like, get out of town. There's no I, other choice. No, no. That voice, you cannot have someone replace his voice in that role. It just, it doesn't make any sense. It w- Agreed. It, it's not the same. Um, and the, oh yeah, we meet Rafiki and his tree, drawing the image of Simba, which I love. Um, and he's voiced by Robert Guillaume, and he's brilliant. Um, he's so fucking brilliant. Like the characterization and the God, the like levels in his voice are just cra- it's truly crazy. Everyone's yeah, they're on their fucking A game. Like you know, Disney Renaissance of the nineties. They're doing their shit. They're going in. Um, yeah. And, and we meet, uh, and then we cut to Simba. He's trying to wake Mufasa up. Um, and he, Mufasa finally gets up, shows Simba that everything that the light touches will be his, except for that dark, scary area over there, because a king can't do whatever he wants. Love that lesson. I was like, Mufasa is filled with wisdom. All of the lessons. I'll take them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he and then explains that we are all connected in the great circle of life. Um, and <laughs> Zazu is giving his morning report and Mufasa and Simba have this great moment when uh, he's teaching him how to pounce. Uh, and that's when they hear about hyenas in the pride lands. Um, and so uh, and then Mufasa makes him stay with Zazu. Meanwhile, we got to scar. While he learns how to pounce, he does this thing that's really cute where he like yes. backs up on his hind legs and puts his front legs out. Yes. And that's what my little Gigi does. Oh my, my little gosh. Gigi does that. When she, she pounces, she 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 puts her little front legs out and she wiggles her butt and she puts her back legs back. And it's like, oh, you look like a little Lion King character. Oh my gosh, she's such a queen. Basat's cat has little tiny white sneaker feet. Um, she is she actually really is she has the whitest whiskers 
I've ever seen. And the biggest whiskers for the sweetest, teeniest little cat. She's, oh my God, I can't handle her. She's so cute. Um, But meanwhile, Scar and Simba, um, they're together. Uh, He's telling him how uh, Simba's saying, you know, I'm going to be king. BTW, this is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Just like... (laughs) So many questions. Um, glad they uh, made some corrections, went in a different direction uh, with the remake. Um, I was like, God, I forgot that Jonathan Taylor Thomas voiced this lion. Why? Because <laughs> it was the mid-90s. That's why. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, and obviously, like, he was – if you could get, like, him or Tim Allen in, in anything in the 90s, I'm like, oh, that's, like, A-list of A-list because they were in home improvement and all that shit. Um, but Scar, Scar is like totally fucking baiting him. He is gaslighting him. He's like, well, I don't know. Don't go to that scary place. It's an elephant graveyard. Oops. Like it's so manipulative. And that's what makes him a great villain because it seems so effortless. Like, and like you said, you just don't know like what choice he's going to make, you know? For sure. For sure. So good. And then we finally meet young Nala. Oh, my gosh. I mean, she's beautiful. We love her. Um, and they 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 meet up, her and Simba, when Nala's getting a bath, which, I, like, as an adult, I was like, but, like, logistically, if I met someone and they were getting a bath, I mean, I guess they're children, so it's different. It's not like we're 30-year-olds. And I'm like, you're getting a bath. It's nice to meet you. Um, but, um, but yeah, so they, he's like, why don't we go down to the watering hole, quote unquote, AKA the graveyard. Um, and, uh, and so they head out, Zazu tells them that, um, oh, like BTW, you're engaged to be married because that's how it works. Like, (laughs) exactly. Right, right. You're seven, you're engaged, you have an arranged marriage. Like, it's how it works. Get used to it. And obviously, they're like, that's gross. Um, But then that leads us right into I mean, just the first. Well, I feel like the first song is totally a banger, but this is too. I mean, just can't wait to be king. I, it's like, I, I don't there's think there's not I'll, a better Disney there's not a better Disney album. Yeah, one hundred percent. There there is not. There really is not. Like this is to me this and like anything by Alan Menken is like it, true. You know, like Beauty and the Beast or um, and Little Mermaid. Hans Zimmer did the music, the scoring. Like, yes, you have, you have Hans Zimmer scoring, and then you have like this incredible album. Yes, and Elton John, like I can't. It's it's he it's won brilliant. an Oscar for it. He won yeah. an Oscar for it. <laughs> he should have. It's brilliant. It's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, and I love that everything is just like bright and colorful and crazy. And they are riding on ostriches and zebras are green and white. It's just like a full on fucking party. Like Simba's on giraffes heads. Shit is going crazy. There's an animal period. A, or a pyramid and then you know like shit goes awry and Zazu is left under a rhino's butt and that's just like where they end this banger of a song <laughs> which I don't oh, know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the, I, the music video is incredible yes it's so good I did a a cheerleading dance and like baby cheerleading they had that I guess in like fifth grade um but the, it was to the song and I thought I was like I will never get cooler than this and I still probably haven't 
because that was the coolest thing ever. Who wouldn't want to do a dance to this song? It's perfect. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. so fun. So fun. Um, but yeah, so then now we are in the graveyard. They have snuck away. Nala and Simba, they roll into the graveyard. We get the great line, I laugh in the face of danger. Ha, ha, ha. Oh. <laughs> so good until... We meet the hyenas, who also, I would argue, are like the true stars of the film. So good. <laughs> yeah, as you mentioned, Whoopi Goldberg, Cheech Marin, Jim Cummings. I mean, they're they're brilliant. Whoopi Goldberg is so fucking good. She's they're so good. And what's great about the hyenas is none of their jokes are for the kids. All the jokes are for the adults mm -hmm, in it. Mm -hmm. And I think Disney does such a good job of like being entertaining for the children, but also putting jokes in there for the adults. Yes. Yes. Like totally. little like, things the kids won't get. Like, did we order this sandwich to go? No. <laughs> Why? Cause there it goes. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. Yeah. They have so many one liners that are like, and, and Whoopi Goldberg does such a great job. And so does Cheech Marin of just like throwing them all away. Like they're so casual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's so effortless. Um, and yeah, they start circling Simba and Nala. Uh, and yeah, I love that. They distract them with their dad jokes. Like, like, what are you mm -hmm. doing? Mm -hmm. You guys are just telling dad jokes. Um, and then, uh, and Simba and Nala run away. Meanwhile, they put Zazu basically like in a geyser um, and send him up into the sky. Um, and this, this, I don't know about for you, but like this was always very stressful for me to watch. I, w I have a lot of anxiety surrounding the elephant graveyard. There was a lot. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was very intense. Um, but yeah, they're cornered and Simba tries to roar, <laughs> but doesn't know how to yet. Um, and luckily Mufasa steps in to save them. And of course, you know, that punk Scar sees all this shit go down. He's just, uh, he's shady. He's shady. Shady guy. Did you know that Did you know that Nathan Allen and Matthew Broderick, who played Simone and Pumbaa, were actually supposed to be um or sorry Nathan Allen Nathan sorry Nathan Lane mm -hmm. who uh was actually supposed to be one of the hyenas <gasps> no no way but, yeah but then they realized that Timon and Pumbaa would be better off because you know Matthew Broderick was Simba and Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick had worked together so many times that oh they decided gosh. so they they switched it up Wow. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. He's so... Nathan Lane as Timon, I just... I feel so seen. It's it's perfect. I was always like, I'm definitely a Timon. Like that, that's in my heart. Like I would like Absolutely. to be a lion, <laughs> but I'm definitely a meerkat. Let's be clear. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, the, oh my gosh, then we get, I mean, truly the second bop of the movie, Scar and the Hyenas, the dialogue is so good back and forth between them. Um, he's like, listen, I'm going to lay out my fucking plan for you. We get, be prepared. It just, it, it's just so good. And I hate repeating myself about all the songs, but they're also fucking great. <laughs> like, okay. I got some, I got some dope knowledge about be prepared. <gasps> give it, give so, it. So, so the music video was obviously 
based on a Nazi rally, like the mm. shadows and the way the hyenas marched. They were supposed to be like Nazis, and Scar was up on his thing, which is supposed to be like Hitler. Oh, um, my God. But <laughs> when he screams, when Jeremy Irons screams, you won't get a sniff without me, uh-huh. he, threw out, he threw out his voice. <gasps> and he lost his voice that day. It's towards the end of the song. You won't get a sniff without me. And he threw out his voice. So Jim Cummings, Jim Uh Cummings records the rest of the song (gasps) as doing a Jeremy Irons impression. Stop. So the last like six lines of that song are Jim Cummings. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I love knowing that. And, and you can tell because it sounds like, a little different, but if you don't know, you don't notice. And then now that you know, you're like, oh, it is a little different. Like the tone yeah. is different. Yeah. Because <gasps> he oh. screams, you won't get a sniff without me. And he threw out his voice and he couldn't finish the rest of the song. Oh my God. I can't wait to go back and listen to it and listen for that. <gasps> That's so good. God, Jim Cummings is so good. Of course he, of course. They're like, oh, Jim can do it. Like, cause he can do yep. anything. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. He, it, I think it's probably my favorite villain song ever. May, maybe next to like poor unfortunate souls, but like, it's What's just poor unfortunate souls. What's that? <gasps> That's from little mermaid. That's Ursula's song. It is fire. It's really well, terrific. All I can tell you is be prepared to jab. And if it ever shows up, if I'm like in my car in 2020 and it shows up, I let it play. Oh, same. 100%. 100%. No, no. And like, yeah, like you mentioned, like the references to Nazi rallies makes a lot of sense because I was like, hold on. They, he has like a full on fucking fleet, like of militia who are like very, very well trained. Like they are fucking soldiers. And that makes so much sense. And yeah, they're goose stepping. Yes. Oh, and it's scary. That makes it so much scarier too. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. And I love that he has the line that it will be the coup of the century. Like, yeah. what a great fucking line. All of his lines. I mean, he's written like a Shakespeare villain because he is. It is. It's yes. so good. Um, and afterwards, now it gets into, like, the point for me where the film is just, like, nothing but anxiety uh, and near tears when Scar takes Simba into the canyon. Also, like, spoiler, LOL, sorry if this film's being spoiled for you. I've, I'm so sorry because what have you been doing? Um, but Yeah, there's no spoilers <laughs> on Lion King. Yeah, it's, if there is. Especially, yeah, you're not allowed to have spoilers on Lion King. Not only that, but, like, the story was written in 1684. Thank you, you dummy. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry so, if we spoiled something from the 1600s. Yeah, go back home. That was I was trying to insult them, but I failed. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> he t- he takes Simba to a canyon, um, and he makes Simba stay on this tiny rock island. Yeah, I'm just like so fucking anxious. Cut to the hyenas waiting near the wildebeests um, and uh, Scar. He is up on the rock and like he he, basically that's his sign. And Simba back down in the canyon, hears shit or the gorge, hears shit like rumbling around and the stampede starts. It is so upsetting, even as an adult. (laughs) 
I find. Um, and especially in the stage play, the way they did that on like with like the revolving like it was I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like almost a revolving thing of antelopes. Like it, it was still just as powerful as the movie, which I thought yes. was bananas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, this part I always makes me a little nauseous since I know what's going to happen. Um, and cut to obviously Scar telling Mufasa there's a stampede acting surprised. Um, Simba is clinging to this tree. He gets thrown. Mufasa grabs him. He gets Simba safely to the rock, but then he falls back in and then like epically leaps out onto the rock. And then we have the moment, you know, that taught me that parents are mortal. Um, And I I still, I was like, did my parents, like, explain that? Because I know I was like, how can lions die? It's like I didn't understand that animals could die. I didn't, I certainly didn't understand that humans could die when when I was, like, six. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, and then we get that line, long live the king. And that's all they wrote for Mufasa and it is so hard to watch. Maybe I'm alone. It's hard. But it's, hard. it's so I mean, hard. It's one of the more graphic Disney deaths. Yes, it really is. I think so too. They, it's like they show more in his death than they do in almost any other. Um, since technically no one dies in Disney, you know? So it's, it's rough. I think it's super rough. Um, and did you know that the James Earl Jones's wife, mm-hmm. Sarabi, mm-hmm. is the same actress who plays James Earl Jones's wife in Coming to America, and they both play king and queen? <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! And, and that's so, so funny because I had taken notes and I was like, "Great, they were both in Coming to America." Why did I not? Wow. Okay. Mind blown. There we go. That's amazing. Oh my God. And they both have the most beautiful, soothing, incredibly rich voices. Like I, I could listen to them forever. They're both so fucking talented too. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. Um, but yeah. And then this part, I don't know about you. This part is what always just like ruins me beyond repair is when Simba goes to look for Mufasa and nudges him and it's just like he's not responding (laughs) and he calls for help and then he's under his arm and then fucking Scar shows up of course and then gaslights him into making him think he killed his dad it's fucked up yeah he's fucked up (laughs) he is and for the rest of his life that's what he thinks for like I don't know 15 years like a long ass time um but yeah so he is like uh he's like run run away and never return and then he sends the hyenas um to I love it the way again the way Jeremy Irons delivers this line but when he's just like kill him and that's it like (laughs) so powerful so intense the delivery it kills me but luckily Simba gets away and that's like maybe the first half of the movie. Like that that's an action film. That's a lot, Disney. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um then back on Pride Rock, Scar is telling Sarabi and the lionesses about Simba's death. Um, but they um they already have the hyenas just like all over the fucking place. Like they are all over Pride Rock. Um, Rafiki at his tree, he wipes away Simba's drawing, which is so sad. And then we are now 
with Simba. He is lying in the desert. Um, we meet the <laughs> true stars of the film next to the hyenas, in my opinion. Timon, Nathan Lane, and Pumbaa. <laughs> and I, yes. yes, voiced by Ernie Sabella. And these two... They're just fucking, they're so fucking perfect together. And I think that's so interesting that they split him and Matthew Broderick up because they have, I mean, they're perfect chemistry. I can't imagine other voices in these roles. It's just, it's perfection. It really is. Yeah, they're, they're great. And, and uh, so here's another little bit of trivia. <gasps> yes, please. Can You Feel the Love Tonight was originally a, a, a duo between those two, between Timon and Pumbaa. And... <gasps> And Elton John was like, look, I want to be involved, but only if the song I write can also be a radio hit because I'm trying to make some money, you dig? Mm. And so and so they were like, cool, but if it's a radio hit, it can't be between two men if it's Can You Feel the Love Tonight? This was the mid-90s after all. Uh-huh. Sure, 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 sure. They were like, they were like, it works if it's like a funny duo in an animated movie, but it doesn't work if it's two male voices on the radio. That has to be a man and a woman. Right, right. <gasps> and so, and so then they made so literally, check this out. The love duo in this in the movie, like the love scene in the movie came uh-huh. about because of a famous recording star's demand for to appease the homophobia of the of the nation. Like like <laughs> wow. that's for a radio hit. Like when you think about like how things come about, sometimes it re- it really makes me believe in like happy accidents. Like we yeah. get that amazing love scene only wow. because of that situation. Wow, that's so true. He was like, I want a radio hit. And Disney really was like, they were making Pocahontas at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My so favorite. They so gave, they gave, they thought that Lion King was going to be like the weak one and that Pocahontas was going to get them a best picture now. <gasps> and, and so they put the A team on Pocahontas and they put like the B team on Lion King. And they put like the new animators, a lot of the intern animators, and Lion King had way less of a budget. Wow. And then when the filmmakers gave Disney the sort of like, what have you been working on? All they did was the first four minutes of the film, the opening up with Circle of Life. That's all they gave them. And Disney was like, holy fuck, this movie's going to be amazing. <laughs> then the opposite happened. And they were worried. They were like, oh, we're not even going to live up to this first four minutes. Is the rest of the movie this good? And they were like, the rest of the movie is this good. And remember, this is supposed to be the B team. It oh ended up being God. that like Pocahontas was not that much of a commercial success. Right. It was like a decent critical success. Lion mm-hmm. King is their most successful movie of all time. Wow. Um, and it's just like amazing. Like all this stuff is happy accidents. These were supposed to be like the crappy animators. That's amazing for them. That's the dream. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like they're like, you can be on this B team movie. You're like, fuck, I'm here with Frank and like Doug and like they're totally oh, B team. Yeah, they fucking suck. <laughs> and then they are rich forever. Like that's amazing. Forever. That's amazing. Oh my god, I love that trivia. That's so great. <laughs> that's yeah. so great. Pocahontas is incredible. And like thinking about the animation style, and I've was so obsessed with Pocahontas growing up. They, um, it looks like that. I mean, the animation in Pocahontas is so stunning. So it, it, that doesn't, and the animation in Lion King is great, but it doesn't surprise me that like they did, it, it kind of looks like they didn't invest as much like animation wise into Lion King. That's bananas. I love that. I yeah. love that. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so, yes, after after we meet Timon and Pumbaa, we get the banger Hakuna Matata, um, mm. which like truly is like a story about Pumbaa's like bowel issues. It's a lot about farting. I mean, like basically, I mean, it's also a ploy to turn Simba into a vegan um, and which happens. And then we get this amazing transformation. And now Simba's hot. Like I'll say what I say, like Simba is hot. He is now like full grown lion. He is an adult. He is cute. You got a a big mane. (laughs) Yeah, you got a big mane. He has major BDE. And now he's voiced by Matthew Broderick, which still does not make sense in my brain. I mean, like for several reasons and like (laughs) for so many reasons. (laughs) Like why, why, why Disney? Why? Because 1994. But um, I I also am like Matthew Broderick, in my opinion, he's very talented, would not be my choice um, for a super attractive lion. Um, let alone one in Africa. And um, I just, yeah, I can't. That it's. It, I don't think I knew it was Matthew Broderick until like, it, this is embarrassing, but I think like five years ago. So when I found that out, it really deflated the major crush that I had on Simba. It's a letdown. It's oh, a letdown. okay, okay. It's a letdown. It's a letdown. But, but yeah, we get this transformation. He's super hot. Um and they cut back to Pride Rock. Zazu is in, uh, and he's in an animal ca- or like an animal rib cage, singing for Scar. Um, and Scar is <laughs> frustrated with the song he's singing. So then he starts singing "It's a Small World," and I love when they infuse Disney bits into Disney movies. And and Scar says, "Oh, anything but that," which I love. Um, and so then he sings Lovely Bunch of Coconuts. Love to see it. Love that little ditty. Um, but uh, he mentions Mufasa's names, and then Scar flips the fuck out. And the hyenas do the same thing. They, they come to say they don't have any food. The lionesses won't hunt. Um, they kind of mumble Mufasa. He's very touchy. Like, he's he has a lot of feelings. He knows, you know, I mean— Well, I'm sure it's a lot of guilt, you know, just like in Hamlet. Like, he knows he fucked up. So he's very edgy. He's on edge. Um, And meanwhile, Timon and Pumbaa and Simba, they're lying. They're looking up at the stars. Um, Simba tries to share with them. They're like, I I love this, like, bro moment between the three of them. Like, it's like just like really sweet and they're trying to bond and Simba's like you know um just trying to tell you what what I learned or what I had heard about the stars because those yahoo they I mean they think they're fireflies um but um they laugh at him and um so he's like I need to take a breather um and uh meanwhile at Rafiki's tree um, some particles that Simba, like, I and I had never noticed this. I don't know if you had, but, like, when Simba leaves their little bro moment, goes and lays down, um, some particles that he lays on then fly out. They, like, fly um, 
from where he's at and land at Rafiki's tree. And that's like Rafiki when he's touching them and smelling them. Then he realizes Simba's alive. I didn't, I I don't know why I missed that continuity between that, but I totally that's it's, 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 it's a very much the colors of the wind callback. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They knew it. They knew it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was so beautiful. And, um, and then we get Timon and Pumbaa singing The Lion Sleeps Tonight, which is great. Um, and then Pumbaa gets separated, spots a lion, a.k.a. Nala, um, that comes after him. And Simba Simba shows up. They start fighting, but then they realize they know each other. And, like, it is hot from jump. Like, I'm interested. It is. I'm like you guys are Yo, giving each other there's eyes. There's one part. There's one part where she's licking at him and she's licking the water. Yes, yes. She's, like, she's yes. looking at him and she's like, she's like, she's like. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yes, yes. I think that's when I was like, I'm so sorry. Like. <laughs> I'm blushing. What's happening here? Like, y'all, I did not notice that as a child. Definitely noticed it. Probably did subconsciously. Definitely did as an adult. Um, Yeah, she's like, listen, you're the king. Number two, uh, Scar told us about the stampede. And he's like, oh, fuck. Did he really tell you? Do you? Because he still thinks he killed Mufasa. Um, But he hasn't told. I mean, Simba hasn't told any of them this. Like, he hasn't told Timon and Pumbaa about this. He doesn't even know that he's related to Mufasa. Um, and uh, and Simba's like, you know what? Why don't you guys leave so we can have a chat? <laughs> Which is, like, my favorite adult moment in the movie. They're like, why don't you guys go so we can, like, um, go have this super sexy scene? Um, uh-huh. And uh-huh. it is. They're, like, they're, like, jump. They're, like, super, super into each other. They're giving each other eyes. I love that. I love that it basically is, like, a hot like 90s Mariah Carey video but with lions like they're like let's get in the water uh-huh. like you know like pulls her in the water I'm like oh my god I was like, this is so hot that was like Tyler these are lions um but um yeah it's it's but all just like Pixar moms yeah Nala got her fucking she has oh. uh What's it called? Um, uh, uh, eyelashes are all yes. curled and shit. Yes, when, she, when has yeah, she has She's lashes. Yeah, she has lashes on. She got, she got cheekbones. She got yes, hips. She hips. Got, she got she has legs. Hips. Yes, she's beautiful. And so, like, and- like, uh, they don't like they. The, Disney and Pixar know how to anthropomorphize animals. <laughs> yes, they do. They really do. And they're like, I, I love that. Like. They give when, yeah, they like give her hips. They're like, I love when they give female animals curves. And now I just associate Beyonce with Nala. So I'm like, oh my God, she's obviously the hottest person ever. And I thought that, you know, before it was Beyonce. Also like Lola Bunny is so fucking hot. So hot. That I mean, that could be a whole nother hour of a podcast. Like Lola Bunny (laughs) is like, I'm like, oh, I would smash Lola Bunny. (laughs) Yes. Also, it's real. did you it's real. know? Did you know that <laughs> there are porns of all these things? No. What? 
No, they're I, not. I'm, I'm gonna, I am. I'm going to say here on this podcast, I do not partake in the animated character porn because it's just. <gasps> I find it funny, but there no. is like. I, the way I found out about it was I was once I was once scrolling and I saw Lois from Family Guy and, and, and I was like like I'm not saying someone who looked like Lois I'm saying like it was Lois uh, from Family Guy so someone took the time to animate her into porn yeah oh my god and oh my so god like, so like Lois from Family Guy is like sucking a dick and no. and and I was like, what? So when I when I clicked on that category, it was like it was like Lola Bunny, Nala, Pocahontas, like Nala. all of them. Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard because I'm so aghast. Oh my god. It was it's oh my god. wild. Based it's wild. Like all no. of these characters, like Little Mermaid oh, and like all god. of them. <laughs> I am I'm clutching my pearls. I'm shocked and awed right now. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. That wow. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. wild, but then you're like then you're like, of course. Of course. But of course. I know. I'm like, I yes, I'm like equally embarrassed and fascinated. <laughs> this is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Because oh I was like god. I was like if you were a creepy old dude in the 90s, of course you were creeping on animated characters as well. I mean, and if, and yeah. if you're a and, and if you're a if you're like a 7-year-old in the 90s and you grow up to be a creepy guy, of course you're going to creep <laughs> on little mermaid. Yes. I mean, and like we said, you know, like Mrs. Incredible, she's banging. Uh-huh. Like That's different. I would do I, all kinds of things to Mrs. Incredible. <laughs> Oh my I god. I would drink Mrs. Incredible's <gasps> animated bathwater. Oh my god. <laughs> my abs hurt. They hurt. I'm laughing so hard. My face hurts. I'm laughing so hard. Oh my god. I mean, I did spend a really uh, a good long while talking about how attractive Maid Marian is, the fox from uh, Robin Hood. Um I also spent I've spent a very good time talking about how um uh, Oliver from Oliver and Company, um, or not Oliver, um, uh, Dodger, like the cool hot dog. Oh, I'm like, uh-huh. that dog is hot uh-huh. as fuck. Like, <laughs> he has so much swag. He is super sexy. I get it. I get it. I get it. The beast, before he transforms, let's be clear, he transforms and he is just. His name is like Adam. His name is so fucking lame. He's like, it's not even like a French name. He's just like, ugh, he's so lame. His voice is higher. I'm like, uh-uh. Pre-transformation. He is hot. He has hair on him. He is sexy. Oh, my God. I mean, I have feelings. Anyway, oh, sorry. Yeah. I took us down a path. I, took, I, I think we took each other down a path that I don't regret because I haven't laughed that hard in so long. Oh, my God. Um, Needless to say, post-sexy scene, um, Nala is like, why didn't you come back? Um, She's like, you... And I love that she just, like, really lets him have it. Like, she's like, no, you need to get it together. Um, You need to start acting like your father. Um, And... And she's like, fine. She she leaves. She leaves him. And he's like, he's totally deject. He's very upset. Rafiki sees him. Um, 
<laughs> and then they have just like the loveliest exchange between the two of them of Rafiki asking him all these questions. He's like, who are you? Um, and he says, I don't know. You're, uh, or he says, I know you. You're Mufasa's boy. Um, and he's like, listen, Mufasa isn't dead. I'll take you to him. Uh, makes him follow, makes him follow him like down this like crazy twisty path. Um, and he finds water and he's like, well, I just see myself. And then like, again, just like appealing to like every maternal instinct I have, um, and the love I have for my father or, you know, I mean, I think so many people love this exchange in this moment, but saying he lives in you. And this is in the Broadway version where we get, um, the song he, he lives, lives in. My favorite. That's my favorite song in the whole musical. Yeah. And oh. then that dude just go, he watches over. The key change. Mm. Yes, <laughs> so it's good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so, so good. I also love Shadowlands, which I mean, is amazing. Oh, I really want to Beyonce to sing that. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but um, but yes, yeah, so we get that, we get that moment. He sees his father in the sky. He's just like unloading every amount of wisdom you could ever want. He's like, look inside yourself. You must take your place. Remember who you are. Like, oh my God. I'm, I was like, I need to write this. I need to remember everything he's fucking saying. Like, oh, it's so beautiful and moving. Um, and then Rafiki it has my favorite line in the entire movie, which is you, um, he's like, oh yeah, the past can hurt. You can either learn from it or you can run from it. I mean, get out of town. It's I mean, true. come on. I mean, come on. Um, and so, and then he's like, all right, I'm going back. And we get that. Yes. Like you said, Hans Zimmer, like just like this epic fucking underscoring of him, like running back to Pride Rock. It's so, oh my God, the, the music, I mean, the songs are incredible and the music is so, so good. It's so powerful. So beautiful. So epic. It's just epic. It's what it is. Um, yeah, and uh, Nala goes back. She tries to wake up Timon and Pumbaa, um, and Rafiki shows up. He's like, listen, he's gone back. He's going to take his rightful place as king. And, like, now we're just, like, off to the races for the last, like, 20 minutes of the movie. Like, the action is high. The stakes are highest, you know? Yep. That's Absolutely. True. That's true. Um, and we get to Pride Rock, and it's, like, it's fucking decimated. Um, and... So they're like, okay, listen, Timon and Pumbaa, you need to be, you need to be the diversion for the hyenas. Uh, and I love Nathan Lane saying, what, you want me to dress and drag and do the hula? And then he dresses and drag and does the hula. Um, so smart. Uh, here's, here's some, here's some more, uh, here's some more trivia here. I want all of it. Yes. They wanted Scar to do the seven deadly sins. And this is the moment where he's exhibiting sloth. He's just lazy and he's not like running um, pride lands. So yeah. that's the sloth. But we only see six of the deadly sins in the movie because they cut one of them. And oh. the one they cut was lust because they didn't think it was family friendly. But he, in this scene, when, when, when Mufasa and Nala come back, yes, he's like... Forcing himself on Sarabi. Yes, yes, he is. It's super aggressive. <gasps> oh my god! And so there was like a scene where he was like, "Come on, I want, I want, 
I want heirs. I want to mate with, I want to mate with you so we can have more heirs. Oh my God. And it was like a little rapey. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. So, and, yeah. And, and so they cut it, but the other seven deadly sins like wrath and gluttony and, and all that are, are all in there. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, all of the wisdom I want all like, this is so, I just love it. Cause it makes me think about the movie in a different way. Um, so yeah, good. yeah, it's so good. But yeah, he sees, um, oh, I did do, I made my best friend in second grade do this, um, hula dance as, um, for a presentation. I don't know what, what teacher allowed me, what teacher was like, this can be your project. But I was like, I wanted to be Timon, but she was really like beautiful and tall. And I was short cause I've always been short. And I was like, well, I'll be Pumbaa, which then felt really right because people were like, oh, Pumbaa's funnier. And I was like, you're right. And so, you know, it's just uh, uh, speaking of gluttony, me for laughs. So um, I did it. You know, hopefully I got a, I don't know. Do you get an A in second grade? Probably not. <laughs> like, so is that the only time you've played a pig? Um, you know, uh I was about to say in Lord of the Flies, but I wasn't Piggy. I was Simon. So, yeah, maybe that's the only time. <laughs> Is that when you started snorting when you left? When you were playing a pig in second oh, grade? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Don't at my snort. <laughs> were you going to say you don't snort when you laugh as no, you were snorting? No, but I, I said don't <laughs> at my snort. Don't come for my snort. <laughs> Oh, oh my god I think it's cute I think Thank it's cute because you, you snort so much I know <laughs> Sometimes it hurts It oh. hurts? Yes well, You've snorted like eight times in the last minute oh my god. Does it hurt? I know Because I can't cause Stop making me laugh so hard <laughs> Oh my God, I can't. Okay. But yes. Oh yeah. This is also, this is really fucked up because, um, he, uh, Simba sees Scar, uh, he's like calling out for Sarabi. He slaps her in the face. Awful. Like, fuck this dude. And then Simba, he gives a roar. Scar sees him and like, it's, it gets a little crazy. Scar exposes him as being responsible, quote unquote, responsible for Mufasa's death and then gaslights him uh, to the edge of Pride Rock. And then he makes Scar confess so everyone can hear, which we love. Um, and that I always think I'm like, oh, this is a fight. Now Scar will die. I forget that then they continue fighting and then continue fighting some more. Like, um, and it's first, just like first time, uh, first time blood was drawn in a Disney movie. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Oh, God, you have the best facts. It's the best. I do. That's, I, that's, that's, I that do. was my preparation. That was my preparation for this. Oh, my God. Fun trivia facts. <gasps> I love it. No, I'm. thank you for taking the time to do that. Makes it so exciting. Yeah, it's like this all-out fucking brawl starts. Um, Pumbaa and Timon get in on the action. So does Rafiki. Um, and Simba starts to follow Scar to the top of Pride Rock. Um, Scar then throws the fucking hyenas under the bus in a true bitch move. Like, so dick. He's like... Oh, oh, yeah, no, like, they're not my family. Fuck them. Just trying to save himself. Um, and then I love that because Simba 
is a classy dude, he's like, no, I'm not like you. I'm not going to kill you. Just run, run and never return. Repeats his words back. We love to see that. But then that punk scar throws some hot ash into Simba's fucking eyes. And then from there, you know, they just continue. The brawl is wild. We get that image of Scar leaping through the fire. It still haunts my dreams. It's so fucking scary of him just yeah. like, oh my god. It's so well yeah. done. Um, and he tosses Scar down, uh, down a couple of levels. And I do love that Scar is surrounded by all of the hyenas and then gets eaten by them, you know? Because uh, at this point, you deserve it. Also, like that's what hyenas do. Yes. <laughs> and, you, and you didn't, you didn't feed them, so they're gonna eat you. Yes. Right? These hyenas ain't loyal. No. No, sorry about it. Welcome. This is this is where you're at. Um, and then, and yeah, and then we get this, all these beautiful images of the rain washing away the fire. And then I, it, I have been racking my brain for who came up with this meme. It was on Instagram um, or, or a, a GIF about like when you're walking to your final callback or like, and you got to go straight to callbacks and it's like, I, and it's just Simba walking up to claim his place as king and Rafiki going, it's time. And then like the rain and the epic swell uh, of the music. And I was like, that's so real. It feels real. You yeah, know, that's it feels good. real. That's good. Um, but I love that moment. It's so it's just so fucking epic. It's so good. Um, it's the circle of life, man. Yes. And everything is returned to its rightful place. Everything has color again. It's beautiful. And I love that, you know, I mean, yeah, the end of the film is just a reprise of Circle of Life back on Pride Rock with the new babe. And they're like, and we'll give you another hard blackout because this is how dramatic this film is. And we love Boom. to see it. Boom. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So good. It's so good. It's, it's so the best. Good. I don't know. I don't know how anybody could like not think it's the best. It's the best. It is the it is the best. Yeah, it is unequivocally the best. Um, if you had like like I mean, what would you say your takeaway is or like the overarching moral for you? I feel like there's so many and I know it's a hard question, but what would I you think say? it's that I think it's that you don't really know who you are if you don't know where you came from and you can't truly escape your past, good or bad. That like the bad things will always come to get you that trauma is generational and it's passed down and you yes. have to like, you have to like deal with your gifts. Yes. Yes. Oh my you have God. To arrange the pieces that come your way in your life. And like Simba was trying to like hide away in the jungle, but like lions don't belong in the jungle. Like tigers belong in the jungle. Lions mm. belong in the, in like the pride yeah. in the, in the, in the, the the pride lands, like the, the grazing. Oh. So like the, the safari, come on. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, I feel like it's the uh, all of those things and like the idea of, you know, forgetting who you are. Yeah, like you can never forget where you are and where you came from. It, it makes you who you are. Um, and that in any situation, you should be true to yourself and remember who you are, despite the haters, a.k.a. Scar. Um, that's so beautiful. Scar I love is it. such a hater. He's Scar such a such fucking a hater. hater. <laughs> he's salty. I think he's salty he because salty. when... When Mufasa and him were playing as kids, like mm -hmm. Mufasa might have accidentally gave him a scar. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, Interesting. and then it's like, okay, so then Scar never got the girls. And here's the thing, like a lot of men, Scar didn't get the girls because he's a fucking douchebag, but he mm-hmm. would blame it on his scar. Oh, oh well, they just don't like me because of my scar. It's like, no, uh-huh. they don't like you because you're a douchebag. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, well, because of Mufasa, I don't, I don't get any girls because I have a scar on my face because he accidentally gave me a scar and Mufasa gets all the girls. Uh-huh. And it's like, no. And it's like, no, actually Mufasa is just like a nice dude and he's charming and right. he's smart and he's caring. And like, you're a douchebag. Right. That's why you don't get the girls, you know? It's And so then he's so like, right. All right, well, I'm going to get it in another way. <laughs> I love that. Jer- <laughs> that is a good Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I, I, I'm except it'd be more like this. Well, I'm going to get. Well, I'm going to get it in another way. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. They, I think you're right. Always, every every hour in the movie, he's got a, a period, period, period line where he'll be like, "I always win." Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, yes. okay. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, just put some periods in there. We love that. Oh my god, I that's that's literally the best. I'm so glad you spent your afternoon with me. This is such a fucking treat. You're just the loveliest human. I feel so honored that you graced us with your presence. You're the best. Look, I'll talk the Lion King with you any day. <laughs> ah, thank you. You're the best. Okay. If you ever decide to, if you ever decide to like not do a Disney movie and you want to get into some other movies, you know, you can hit me up. (gasps) Okay. We we could do Space Jam. (gasps) Yes. Oh my God. Foreshadowing. I can't. You you get that Jock Jam soundtrack on and like it's fucking on. Uh, Like forget it. (laughs) Forget it. Oh my God. Talk. I mean, yes. Talk about a hot bunny. I can't. Yep, that's, you know, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Talk about a hot buddy. Right, amazing. <laughs> this, this was fun. Thank you for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. We'll see you real soon.